This podcast is brought to you by Marcus Rodriguez. If you're looking to buy or sell your home in this competitive market and you're not too sure where to start, look no further than Merced's preferred realtor, Marcus Rodriguez. He'll make sure the process goes as easy as possible and you can reach him at 209-554-1715. Visit his website, www.myagentmarcus.com or email him, info at myagentmarcus.com. This episode is brought to you by Thor. If you're in the Central Valley area and you're looking to get a tattoo, look no further than this dude right here. He's a versatile artist that specializes in black and gray realism. He's located in Merced at the Merced Tattoo and Piercing Company. And if you'd like to get in contact with him, either stop by the shop or reach out to him on Instagram. His Instagram is at underscore Thor with five E's. Once again, that's at underscore Thor with five E's. This episode is brought to you by Be Junk Free Merced. Everybody has stuff that's taking up space, but not everybody has the time, energy, and equipment to do something about it. That's where Scott Levesey comes in. If you have stuff that's overtaking your garage, yard, that spare room, or even a storage unit, give B-Junk Free Merced a call. You can reach them at 209-233-1519, and they'll give you an estimate and get back to you as soon as they can. This episode is brought to you by Patriarch One. Patriarch One LSC is a website, email, domain management, and design company. They can create your website from startup, refresh your current website, and even deal with domain transferring. Not only do they build a website for you, but they partner and manage the entire domain for you. They offer promotional gear as well, like business cards, shirts, pens, and anything with your logo on them. If you want to get in contact with them, you can reach them at 408-728-8001, visit their Instagram, patriarch1.llc, or email them, info at patriarch1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Duffy Murphy. Whether you need studio time, mixing and mastering services, or someone to clean up that podcast audio, he's your guy. And trust me, because he's my guy. You can reach him on Instagram, at Duffy Murphy, or email him, duffy.murphy at yahoo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to Real Talk and Whatnot, a Central Valley podcast, season three finale. We made it, people, season three. Can't even believe it. Uh, We're also going to have a summer season. I don't really know what to call that season or how it's going to work with uh, me uploading, like if I'm going to put like season 3.5 or something like that. But there will be episodes coming out in the summer, uh, at least two episodes per month. I don't want to take really a break because I don't want to lose any momentum that we have going on or anything like that. And it's just like people want to listen. So I want to give them something to listen to. So whether that's podcasts with my friends, other interesting people, you know, we shall see. But season three finale is with Ashley Madison. She's, uh, you know, this great girl who has this amazing fitness journey. And we talk about that a lot. But before we get into her, let's remind everybody about reviews and downloads. So if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're subscribing to my YouTube channel. Make sure you're giving a thumbs up to every video that you watch. And if you don't watch it, just throw ahead, go ahead and throw it a thumbs up. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever else other podcast apps there are, make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you give it a rating on Spotify. Make sure you give it a review on Apple Podcasts. Come on, people, give it a review. The last review was a year ago, so... Come on, let's leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate it. Would help out the show, help out the algorithm, and get us going. Um, I recently just got back from a camping trip up in NorCal, Del Norte State Park. Uh, It was like eight hours away from here. It was a really, really long drive. But uh, I was camping with my guy friends. Uh, It was really cool. It was 100% chance of rain on Saturday, and boy, did it rain for 24 full hours. Uh, All we did that day was hang around the campsite and then let the fire go out. So much rain, so wet, so muddy, but it was a blast, and I truly, truly enjoyed the time I had 
with my bros. Um, now, you know, thank you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate any listeners I have. I don't know how many people are listening to these intro parts, you know, uh, but I just am very, very thankful to have the support that I do have, to have people tuning in to Central Valley Podcast, Real Talk and whatnot, whatever we want to fucking call it. You know, there's a lot of names. But I really, really do appreciate the support that I've gotten from the community. I know that I am from Merced, so naturally I have a lot of people from Merced, but my goal is to highlight people from Fresno, people from Bakersfield, people from Sacramento and everywhere else. So, you know, bear with me as we slowly make our way out into the valley, into other areas uh, as well. So I just really want to say thank you, guys. I can't thank you enough. I can't believe the show has grown into what it is today. And I'm just, you know, so, so thankful for it. Now let's talk about today's guest. Today I'm joined by Ashley Madison. Ashley is, you know, a bit of a fitness sensation on Instagram. She lost, I believe it was like over 65, maybe 70 pounds. And uh, she has, you know, posted her journey the whole entire time. And through that has gained, you know, a lot of followers and people who support her and people who, you know, really... Uh, like her, and, you know, she's just a really cool person. She's uh, born and raised in Merced. Uh, I don't know if she's born here, actually, but she's definitely raised in Merced. Uh, I had actually never really had a full conversation with her until this podcast, and it was a great time. You know, we talked about, you know, why, you know, uh, what happened. You know, she had a bad breakup, uh, and, you know, what kind of motivated her to get in the gym, and it was that, and then, you know, it just the journey from there, you know, her trials and errors, you know, what worked, what didn't work, the things she's doing, the becoming an ambassador to, for different brands, believing in stuff. And like, you know, it was just a great conversation. I really got to like get to know the person behind, you know, the Instagram account. Cause you know, sometimes people post and you're like, is this really who they are? And let me tell you, that is really who she is. Ashley is a great person, you know, and she just wants to, you know, inspire other people. That's like her whole point. She just wants to inspire other people. So I was happy she came on here on the Central Valley podcast and shared her story with us. And so I'm going to stop talking and let's just get into season three finale with Ashley Madison. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Ashley Madison. This is it. Real talk. Okay, well, my name is Ashley Madison, and what do you do? I am a fitness influencer and a personal trainer. Okay, and how did how did this all kind of come to be? How did how did you fall into this? Honestly, I was extremely overweight, um, and I lost a bunch of weight. I lost about 68 pounds. Dang. Yeah, and so, obviously, my close and friends— when was this? This was in 2017. 2017. Okay. Yes, and I remember following my first, like, fitness influencer who had lost weight, and I was so inspired by her, and mm-hmm. I was like, wait, like, I want to do this. Like, I want to share my story, and I want to show other people that it's possible. So, from the beginning, did you kind of want, like—so, uh, like, when you first started— or when you first started thinking, like, I want to lose some weight, was it like, you want to lose some weight to become an influencer? No. Or was it just, I want to get healthy? Or- I want to get healthy. Well, I was actually engaged, and who doesn't want to look good for their wedding? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what initially, like, sparked my, I need to lose weight. Yeah. There was also some, like, health concerns. I was actually pre-diabetic. My doctor literally, oh, yes. Really? Yes, and I don't talk about that enough, but I remember I was at the Modesto Mall, and I literally could not finish two laps around it. I was, like, fatigued. Really? Um Yeah, and I felt so sick, so I ended up going and to— did, Were you, like, depressed? 
or anything? Oh, absolutely. This? Oh, oh my oh, God. Okay. I was so unhappy in life. Okay, you yeah, know and, what and, I mean? and that's what I was trying to understand. Yeah, and, so there was just a lot that came into play with wanting to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like one thing, mm-hmm. but. And then what helped you like stay consistent? Because, you know, a, a lot of people knew you have New Year's resolutions and then, you know, you, you fall might fall yeah. out of them. Yeah. So what kept you driven th- during this time? Honestly, my heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, so you had, you had a yes. heartbreak and yes. it really uh, g- it gave you the, the bump you needed, I guess. Yes. Huh? And Blessing in disguise. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like the person that my ex-fiance had an affair with was really thin. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, my God, that like lit a fire under me. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm going to show him that I can be skinny. Too, and yeah, oh my yeah. god, I was okay, hitting so, that treadmill so fast. And, like, and when you first started uh, losing weight, what what was your method of like to shed some pounds and stuff like that? I just did cardio and I portioned. I I didn't really know much about like calorie deficits or deficits or anything. Like I knew you needed to eat less, and in my head, I thought you just had to do a crazy amount of cardio, which is yeah. incorrect. I did lose the weight that way, but I was running five miles a day. It was oh, exhausting. Really? Yes, just full on cardio. Yes, just cardio and then eating less. <laughs> and eating so. less, and and you did that, and then when did you like kind of want to start building muscle or bringing other techniques into your workout? I have to credit my two best friends, Bianca and Roxy. Mm-hmm. They would always tell me like, Ash, like you can have. I'm in an amazing shape, like do these workouts with us. And I'd be like, no, no, like I don't want to look like a man. Oh my God, I was so mistaken. So I mm-hmm. finally like started working out with them, started seeing results, and then I fell in love. Like weight training was like everything for me. Mm-hmm. And so. then so how how long did it take you to lose like the uh, like initial weight and then from there toning it and everything? Um, 11 months to lose 68 pounds. Wow. Yeah. But I was so your before crazy. and after pictures are pretty pretty crazy, pretty yeah. wild, and you look great. You look thank great, you, thank of course, you. of course. And so your journey started in 2017, and then when did you kind of start seeing? Did you start seeing like when did you start seeing like this influencer thing like come about? You know what I mean? So I mean, it kind of they coincide together, but they're two separate things. Of, of I'm sure you realizing like oh I can actually profit, make money, do things off of this. Yeah. So my first ever post as an influencer, I had my mindset, like I was going to do Instagram. There wasn't really a name. I didn't know if I was going to make money, but that was like my goal, my dream. Mm -hmm. So I think it was December 4th, 2018 was my first post. And I made like this deal with one of my uh, friend's boyfriends. His Mm -hmm. name is Manny, who did videography. Oh, I I know who Manny is. Yeah, Manny. So he was like, if you post consistently for a month, I'll do a free video for you. Oh, yeah. So I ended up doing incentive. Yeah. So I ended up posting every day for a month and everything. And I think it was like my third transformation picture. It just went viral. And I got, well, like, hit the Explore page. I got, like, 3,000 likes. This is back when Instagram was a little more uh, friendly. I feel like now it's, like, oh I, I don't get it. it it's, is like, the algorithm you can have 100,000 followers and post something and, like, 200 people will like it. Or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, and then and then other people who have, like, nobody following them, get stuff blows up. Yeah. I don't under, I, I just want to understand it. If I, I could know. understand it. I Google it. it I research. Yeah. Everyone's, like, post it this time. Don't do this. Don't, I know. It, none of it works. And then I stopped. Yeah, exactly. Then I stopped doing it. And then you'll, you put, like, no effort into something. And you're, like, okay, this thing does well. But, like, the thing that you're putting hours into and everything like Amen. that doesn't doesn't do well. I feel yeah, and yeah, yeah and it's not like I, it's like hey, I don't want, I just want people to see my podcast. That's my whole thing. Like exactly, hey, exactly. But have you ever seen have you seen any of my podcast promos or anything? Honestly, no, 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 no. So let me say this: I do Instagram, but I don't spend a you lot of time. You don't consume Instagram, no, yeah. I'm yeah. busy, so it's I'm, like, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like I, I, I freaking am on Instagram a lot, but it's more like posting and doing stuff or engaging versus like yes, trying to consume. Yeah, so much. I'm not like scrolling a lot. I'm more yeah. of like checking my DMs, okay. like well, trying to do you, stuff you, like that. So. Well, our promo's gonna be ridic- ridiculous. Just, sh- just telling you, but I'll show okay. you the other one so you can, you can get it. Okay. But that's funny. That's funny. So then, so then. 
when did you start? I think I cut you off, but when did you start seeing like this influencer thing happen? I would say about you said you said you made your first post. You had that December. whole month, yeah. and then when it went viral, what happened? Nothing. I just started getting a lot of followers, uh-huh. and a lot of girls would DM me, and that's I think the one thing that I did right, and I tell everyone who's trying to grow an Instagram, engage with your followers. If they DM you, respond. And obviously, it's a little harder now. I still try to do my mm-hmm. best, but yeah, yeah. When I was growing. Anytime anyone wrote me, I would have genuine conversations. I would give them the best advice I could. Mm-hmm. And I think like developing those genuine connections with my followers is what really helped me continue to grow. Oh, okay. Yeah, and still to this day, I do so much for my followers. Mm-hmm. I don't speak about it, but... But, but I mean, yeah. you do. I mean, in the sense that, like, you're talking to them, you know what I mean? Every every day, like, you came in here and instantly you're like, hey, guys, I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. yeah you'll see it in a month, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever got, it's posted, it'll yeah, be up. Yeah. I still have a YouTube that I promised them, like, three days ago that will not upload. No, it's actually, so yeah. I was researching you and I came across you. I mean, you have 5.11 thousand followers. That's pretty, pretty good. I mean, subscribers. That's good yeah. on you, YouTube's. Each of their own different beasts, like Instagram, its own little beast, you know, YouTube's its own, and then for the podcasting, it's like... Yeah, and I actually just started doing TikTok again, so that Okay. That yeah, and I, see, I feel like I, I'm so like, I mean, I try TikTok. All I do is I post my same promos to TikTok as I do Instagram. Yeah. But I just like, I don't know. I don't consume TikTok at all. Like, I'll go post and then like, I'll, oh I don't I, like. That's the one thing I love TikTok. Half yeah. of my language is TikTok language I, now. Every time I get on TikTok, every, I just like end up in these like weird people's pages where I'm like so far into them and I'm like, what am I doing yes. right now? Yes, I'm like watching recipes from like Japan that I will never yeah. even eat, but I'm yeah. so interested. I'm like, You're wow, like I've that, never even heard yeah. of this ingredient. I know how to make fish heads now. I'll yeah. never make it, but I know how. So yeah, dude, okay, dude. I went over to my wife's family's house, and like we were, they were having menudo, and then uh, and I like pasole a lot. I thought I like menudo. Menudo is uh, like okay to me, but then uh, like uh, her grandma cooked like pig feet, and I'm like, I was like, oh, like maybe I like. I was like, oh, maybe I can have some pig feet, like whatever. And then like I, I open it up and I start looking at it, and then I start getting like in my head about it. And then I'm like, I can't even eat this menudo right now. Like, <laughs> no, I don't like either. I'm so picky. So, <laughs> what what are you picky, huh? So how does that how does that translate to uh, you know eating healthy? I Is that kind of like easier? It's easier because I just eat the same five meals. Everyone's like, show me what you eat in a day, and I'm like, dude, I eat the same thing every single day. It's so not like, interesting. Well, like rice, chicken, and yeah. Well, now that I'm on prep right now, it's literally the same. Three meats, same two, three carbs, and that's it. But like my everyday life, it's like when I'm not on prep, yeah, it's yeah. just like normal breakfast burritos. I'll do like low carb tortillas, eggs, shredded hash browns, and a salsa, and then protein pastas, uh, taco bowls, mm-hmm. super simple stuff. Just, just simple. Yeah. And then uh, what about snacks? I mean, I'm like, what are you? I mean, if you're gonna, yeah. So I'm not like a sweet tooth person. I love fruit. Pineapple's my favorite, mm-hmm. and I am a hot Cheeto girl for life. Oh, dude, hot oh Cheetos are so good. I, I love so, hot Cheetos so much. I, I I don't like the the, the extra hot ones. Though. Oh hell no 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 no. <laughs> no I can't do that. You will not like those other. No, way. my stomach will be. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly. Ones. But yeah, I love those ones and then lime. I love both of those. Yeah, they're so good. So sometimes I'll have like those little bags. Oh. To kind Kind of like, you yeah, know, satisfied. Yeah. But if not, I'll do popcorn and tapatio. And I feel like that kind of. Oh, popcorn and tapatio kind of yeah. hits the spot a little bit. Exactly. That's good. So, but I'm not a huge, huge snacker. Uh-huh. So that helps a lot, too. That does. That does. And so you you started gaining these followers. And then when did you kind of have the realization or you had the realization that I'm sure you were inspired by who was the person you were inspired uh, by? Brianna K Fitness. Okay, that Brianna K. The- and have you reached out to her and everything? Uh, yeah, at we all? were actually we would always like DM and stuff. Uh-huh. She is really successful. I think she has her own clothing line, line oh, now and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was like the person 
like weight loss wise. Yeah, yeah, weight like loss wise. Sparked like wow, I want to share my story too. That's cool. That's cool. And then and then it's probably even cooler that when you actually have a, get to have a conversation with yeah. her, you know what I mean? And, and like and do similar sweet. things and then inspire other girls, right? Yeah. And so is it like what kind of keeps you wanting to do this? Um, I feel like at first it was just sharing my weight loss story, but it's transformed exactly and now i just want to show everyone whatever life you dream of it's possible mm -hmm. and honestly i used to more oh, into it. you're good i used to you know like talk crap so much about merced but i'm so proud of where i mm -hmm. came from and i want to show everyone from small towns you can literally create the life of your dreams you know I i'm so glad you said that yeah. and came and didn't just shit on <laughs> no 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 i have so much love for merced yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but when you are here and you're kind of growing up no, you, you know it's no and that's too. what i do all i talk all the time people hear me on the podcast say like when you're growing up everyone talks about how like they just talk shit about the area merded or whatever it is mm -hmm. but like it took me until like i was like over the age of 25 to kind yes, of look yes. back and realize like oh you know what like it's actually like, it's like a good place to be raised like I had Josh Regina on the other day and he was talking about how like things that Valley kids do and it's like if you're a Valley kid you remember always piling up and going to these swimming holes and piling up yeah. and doing these things that like a lot of other people from other areas don't connect with in the sense that like they, they're not like going on a journey kind of but yeah. I really like what you said like it's kind of I feel like as you grow old you appreciate different things that maybe when you're younger you do yeah and I appreciate. for sure being raised here in Merced has shaped who I am. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I'm thankful for that I feel like, you know, now that I'm in Orange County, I meet a lot of like city people. Mm -hmm. The city friendships folks. that I have are so genuine mm -hmm. because again, we're from this place where we know a lot of our friends from kindergarten, fifth grade, middle school. Everybody knows you from, from your best to your worst to exactly. whatever. You know, everybody knows everybody's different stages and it's a small yeah. town, small community. And that's why I, I like going downtown and seeing somebody random and it's I mean, I'm sure you've run into so many random people all the time, since you've yeah. been home you know what I mean and it's like I've only been home a couple days and like if you go to Rayleigh's it's over oh Rayleigh's, my god Target Rayleigh's and Target, Target you're gonna done. run into multiple people you know every single time exactly <laughs> so yeah so again I used to hate that I was from Merced but now yeah. I love it because mm -hmm. again who I am and mm -hmm. the friendships that I have mm -hmm. and the way that I appreciate things is because being raised here yeah so no, I, I agree with that so much. And, and it's cool hearing that because I think, like, especially from someone like you who people maybe, like, they look at you and they're like, oh, she moved out of here or something like that. But, like, you're still so thankful oh, where yeah. you came and, from. And my appreciation for Merced is so much stronger. Like, when I come visit, I love being here. You know what I get? Isn't it crazy, everything that's happening, too? Oh, my God, I, I just did a video on my Instagram mm -hmm. story, like— um, on G Street, that new plaza. Oh, yeah, the whole built. thing right next to Amazing. El, El, Yeah, right there and then all downtown with El Cap and all the other yeah, new buildings. Yeah, I, I was actually just talking to one of my friends from Orange County, and they have birthday dinners out there uh -huh. at, like, steakhouses and these crazy places. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I had, like, 90% of my birthday dinners at Applebee's. Yeah. Like, you dude, know what I mean? <laughs> Applebee's, so, was the, Applebee's is the, the place, place, dude. Yes. I was just watching Survivor with uh, my wife, and they are like, and there's nothing better than a meal from Applebee's. And I was Amen. like, oh, and man. And the appetizers. Yeah, exactly. They are freaking cheap, cheap prices. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's, because there's Applebee's everywhere, right? But it seems yeah. like it's a Merced thing for some reason. Yeah, it's like the high Or small Merced. town things, it's like Applebee's is the place to go yes, to. Yes, <laughs> yes. So just funny, funny things like that, you Yeah, know? exactly, exactly. And then when you first started, uh, so what was your goal when you first started? Just lose weight, you know what yeah. I mean? And then from there, what was like, what kind of goals did you set for yourself to kind of like keep you motivated and keep you going to like, 
do whatever it is that you were going to do. Yeah. So I remember my first goal ever, like the moment I stepped into the gym, they have you fill out this little questionnaire. At, um, I went to InShape mm-hmm. and I wrote down my goal and it was to lose 50 pounds. And I thought that was impossible. Like yeah. writing that down, I was like, it this is like, never yeah, going to happen. Yeah. So that was like my first goal. And then when I hit that, that's when Roxy and Bianca got me into weight training. And then mm-hmm. I started seeing results. And then it was kind of to just shape my body. Okay. And now that I feel like I'm very comfortable with weight training, my next goal is to do a bikini competition. Mm-hmm. Which so is that what you're prepping for? Yes. And, and so what is a bikini competition? Explain to me as, a, as a guy who might just think that looks like a woman oh in bikinis. <laughs> no, so it's actually um, the woman's version of bodybuilding. Okay, gotcha. So just the way guys you know, prep for, yeah, for like classic men's physique. Is this like when they kind of get a little orange and... Oh, I'm going to be extremely orange. What is is up with that? I didn't know, (laughs) but I guess it makes your muscles pop on stage. The darker you are, I guess, the more you look defined. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. I guess you have to get like four coats of Is this spray tan? Yeah. Yeah. So I had Tanner Dodson on and yeah. he was kind of explaining it too. But I'm always just like, but like, what's up with the orangeness? Like, I didn't why can't know people like look? <laughs> yeah. Or even I am so excited to step on stage, but uh-huh. I don't know. If is this your there. first one? This is going to be my first oh, one. Oh, really? Is yes. it first competition ever? Friend, ever? Yes. Really? Yeah. And so wh- what kind of made you want to do this? Was this kind of the next step of like? Yeah. So I am, I learned that I thrive when I challenge myself. I get really depressed when I'm comfortable. Like I feel like I'm not doing enough and mm-hmm. I The way I look at life, I don't want to ever look back when I'm 60 years old and be like, I didn't do enough or I didn't challenge myself enough. So I am so proud that I've lost the weight and Mm -hmm. I've kept it off, but I don't want that to be the highlight of my life. You know, I want to be like, I challenged myself every few years. So, Mm -hmm. you know, once I accomplish this, who knows what my next goal will be. Yeah, but But you kind of throw yourself in different situations. My whole thing too, what what I always tell people they should do is throw themselves into uncomfortable situations. Absolutely. Because it's fight or flight, sink or swim. It's it's those type of of situations. But like ever since I've done that, because I started videography and photography like three years ago now. But if I, and, and I got to the point where I was like, I graduated college. Like, I guess I'm gonna be a teacher, but I don't really want to, but. I'll do this because I feel like I should. Yeah. So then I was a high school substitute teacher for a while. And then uh, there was just like this uh, dream job. Uh, or was it, it was this competition called Dream Job where a brand was giving away like $100,000 describe your dream job. And so like me and Jimmy. I remember up. that video. Yeah, that yeah, video yeah. was insane. Yeah, yeah. So I we did, that's when me and Jimmy linked up. And that's basically when I started my photography and videography career. I'd always liked it before that, but was pushed away for very various reasons. And then so we, we did that. And like I was so glad I did it when I did because I was like 26. So like yeah. now I'm 29 years old. And and like I can look back and now finally like this year it finally seems like it paid off for the past like two and a half years it seemed like I'm like I'm trying this thing but I don't know what I'm doing and like but like the past like three or four months I've been so busy like I've had to say no to people which I hadn't had to do before you know what I mean it was just like cool that like there's like light at the end of the tunnel you know what I yeah. mean and and I what I was doing is like within my first six months I was shooting a wedding within my first you know what I, mean? I was putting myself in situations where I'm like listen am I qualified for this I don't know, (laughs) but I'm going to do it and I'm going to roll with it and I'm going to do the best I can. And through those situations, I grow and I grow and I grow. And it's similar to what you do too, is because like, you're like, okay, lose 50 pounds. Now what's my next goal? And now what's my next goal? And now you're doing the competition, which what's the prep like? So have you never been as strict, you know, on something before? Because before you can kind of be a little, a little looser. Yeah, you can go out on the weekends, you can drink. So this is actually my fourth attempt at prep. My first one, (laughs) I was seven weeks in doing amazing. Uh Um, Pandemic happened, shows got canceled, gave up. Tried it again, ended up um, deciding to move to Orange County. So I stopped. Then I tried a third time right when I moved to Orange County. And I was like, wait, I don't want to get like situated. Yeah, I, like, I want to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So now I feel like I'm finally in the right headspace 
prep is the hardest thing I've ever had to do ever. It it, it requires so much discipline and self control. Exactly. Uh. So this one, I told myself like I'm giving it my all, and it's nerve wracking knowing that so many people are watching you because it's like, what if I fail? I don't want to disappoint anyone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is a personal goal, and I think a reason why a lot of my followers like me is because I'm relatable. You know, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not putting on this facade. Like my life is so perfect. This is so easy. Hell no. I'm like, you guys, I failed, I failed, I failed, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to try again, you know? Mm -hmm. So this one, I feel like it's so important to me because it's kind of like, if I don't do this, Mm -hmm. I'm letting myself and everyone else down. So. No, no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so, uh, what, so you just basically, what is it? Three meals a day? What are you, what are you doing right um, now? About five meals a day. Five meals a day. Yes. Are they all kind of smaller portions then? Or yes. like, and, yes. and what are two of them, three of them the same? Or yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> three. So like the morning I usually have oatmeal, egg whites, um, then I'll have a protein shake. Then three, four and five are some type of meat, like four mm-hmm. ounces, some type of carb, vegetable, and then like a protein shake at night. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And the same thing, wake up the next day. So how long has this been going on? So it has been a week and a half. And I'm so proud that I have not cheated once. Okay. Not once. Even and, being back home. I want Pizza Villa so bad, by the I way. Know. I was just saying, I, I knew you were by. a pizza. Oh you're, a, you're, you're a pizza fiend, basically. I drive pizza by Pizza Villa and I just cry. And I'm just like, I miss you. I love and you. And so when, uh, when was this, is this competition? August 13th in San Diego. August? Yes. So how long? <laughs> Four months of this. <laughs> you're a week and a half right now? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So fun times. Oh, man. Yeah, because I remember when Tanner was on the podcast, he was kind of telling me like the same thing. And and the thing that he said, though, what that made me like, oh, okay, I, I could see how you could do that. He said the people like sometimes people are afraid of like seasoning. He was like, you can season. Oh, yeah, stuff. absolutely. You know what oh, I mean? my God. Like, Salsa is my Yeah, yeah, best exactly. Friend. You find I'm sure you like learn different things, like mm-hmm. something you probably didn't think was a snack or a treat that you're like, oh, oh like, rice cakes, rice cake. Oh, because there's like there's there's not many carbs in them. Right. I think it's like 11 grams of carbs per really? rice. Really? Dude, the yeah. caramel ones are fun. Amazing. Bang That's my favorite. Those, yeah, those are so good. I put some peanut butter on those too. They're pretty no good. No peanut butter for me. You can't do peanut butter? No. Why? Too much fat. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> too many fats. In everyday life, not a problem. On prep Yeah, life, on prep. Yeah. No. And then, will you like, was, will your diet change throughout this though? So is it like... Like like two months of this and then two months. So it's of actually that? every week it changes my okay. my uh, macros. So I'm carb cycling. So so what does that mean? So I have one extremely low day. So I'll have anywhere from 45 grams to 60 grams of carbs, and then I'll have two medium days where it's like uh, 60 to 90 grams, and then one high carb day, which is about 145 to 160 grams. Again, just depends on what my coach mm-hmm. tells me that week. And what is this, by changing the carbs and different things like that, what does that do for your body? I think it just shocks the body. Oh, So, gotcha. honestly, that, for this prep, I am so out of my zone when it comes to it. So, I hired a coach. There's yeah, no yeah, way yeah. I could— I'm still learning, and I think that's the other cool thing about doing this is I'm learning so you're much. You're learning while you do it. Exactly. So And you get to see the effects to your body that's actually It's one happening. week, and so I started at 134. Uh-huh. He told me not to weigh myself for three weeks, so I hope you're he's like, not watching this. But I'm a girl, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, on that By the time scale, this comes out, it will be, yes, it'll be exactly. three weeks. exactly. <laughs> so I started at 134 with uh-huh. him, and I'm 129 in about oh. nine days. Oh, shit. So, yeah. But I'm, really? Yeah. I'm doing and cardio, so, workouts, everything. Okay, and so what? what's different about your workouts now that you prep comes? Oh, my God. Are you dying in the gym? Or I see you like— Dying. Yeah, okay. So when I'm by myself, I feel like my workouts are more therapeutic. Like, I'm still pushing myself, but I'm not 
going as intense. When I'm with my coach, he terrifies me. Yeah, 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 This yeah, man, yeah. like, I look at him and I'm like scared. He's like an army sergeant. So he pushes me to my limits. And then I think just knowing that you have someone there kind of spotting you, you are, I, I personally can go heavier. Yeah, it's just like a mental thing. It's for sure. Because it's like, if I'm going to fall, he's going to be like, I got you. I'm going to yeah, help least, you back up. Yeah. So the workouts are 50,000 times more intense. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And so you're, you're doing all that. And then during like the last month, are things like a lot different? You know what I mean? Or like diet wise? I or have no idea. Wise? I heard prep week is mm-hmm. in, te- uh, no, what is it called? Prep week. Uh, it's like the week before your competition. Mm-hmm. There's a name for it. I honestly can't remember it. Um, they told me because I train yeah. in person clients. They told me don't take any clients that week is literally going to be hard. So yeah. Okay. So that's wild. So the, okay, and let's talk about. So what made you move to Orange County? Like, what 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 was that decision in in your life? Honestly, since I was young, I always always dreamt of moving out of Merced. And you know, you hear about LA, so that was like my dream place. Yeah. I want to move to LA. Went to visit. Absolutely hate LA. Yeah. I hate LA. LA. Uh, yeah. It's I, not what people think it is. It's LA's not. a lot of. If I I just go to if I ever been to tourist places in LA, and that's all I feel like yeah. I've been to. But like, I feel like LA would be cool if someone was showing me around. But, like, it's, like, the same thing if you go to San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco yeah. is cool, but you know what I mean. It's just it's just a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's and a lot going on. <laughs> coming from a small town, you're just like, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? So then I started visiting a friend in um, Orange County. I fell in love. It's Diff- a little different it, it vibe? Just, yes, it's, it's everything. So... I actually, the way I moved, I had an idea that I was going to move, but the pandemic happened. So I kind of just put it off. Mm-hmm. And then I, I ended up visiting and my friend lived in this complex and his dad came to breakfast with us. His dad was the maintenance guy at mm-hmm. this complex. And he's like, oh, they have a unit available. You should go look at it. So I go in, the manager comes in, I get, I chit chat with him. And I'm like, this is beautiful. He's like, if you want it, it's yours. Sign the paper today. I moved within a week. Really? Yeah. So, so just it was just all meant to happen. Spur of the moment, be in the right place, right time, that type of situation. Yeah. It was crazy. Really? So it was just fucking. It was just meant to be like I that. Think. Yeah. But I've always and wanted. And when was that again? Uh, July of last year. July so I've been there about year. 10 months, like nine or 10 months. So almost a year. Yeah. And so when you first move in, well, how was it like adjusting? You got to oh find my a God. gym, you got to figure out. So the good thing was I had a friend who lived in the same complex. So he kind of gave me the tour of Orange County. Like I knew where to go to the gym at. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice having him. And then I had another girlfriend who lived in LA. So she would come visit me. But I'm going to be so honest, the first six months there, were so hard. I cried every single day mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, we're adults. Those two people had their own lives. So I was alone a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't, my work is on my phone. So it's like, I don't go yeah. see people. I was alone. So you do a lot of, uh, your work on the phone is like, you coach people kind of? Uh, no. Is so I just started personal training in okay. person. I am okay. launching online training very soon. Okay. That's, I, I think I saw yes, something so, about that. But like for my sponsorships, that was like my work. So I would just mm-hmm. do content and then post for Instagram, yeah. do uh, content for whatever whatever sponsors I have that day because mm-hmm. we have contracts. So I have certain days I have to yeah, post and that your stuff. Yeah, photos or whatever. Yeah, but again, I'm by myself doing all that stuff. So the first six months in Orange County were so hard. Yeah, I I missed my friends and family more than anything. Mm-hmm. So and you had to kind of start over. Kinda. Yeah, and, and you don't know anyone. Yeah. You're meeting all these people. You don't know like... Everyone's intentions exactly. or whatever. Yeah. And I will say Orange County... Because it's a bigger place and everyone has similar goals. I feel like a lot of the 
interactions are like transactional. Yeah, like yeah. who are you? What can I get yeah, from yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Who how can we know? benefit each other yeah. versus and, uh, like hey, let's. And just that's actually. one thing that you don't really get in Merced. I feel like oh, in Merced no. it's very genuine. Yeah, like I could yeah. just meet you at a bar and be like, hey, what's up? Oh, you do the cool, cool, cool. And I just like you as a person. Yeah. And in Orange County, I'm not saying this for everyone. There's great people in no, Orange but County. I, I've heard that yeah. in bigger cities and the stuff very like transactional. that. Very so transactional. Uh, Scott Patrick come on and he's a like a musical artist but he was saying like Tennessee's like really cool Nashville's like really cool for the whole country scene and everything like that he's like he was saying but it just kind of feels like every now and then it's kind of like oh you meet someone cool you're vibing and it's kind of like oh well what can you do to help me now yeah. you know what I mean and so yeah it's a lot different because I think small towns are like you don't get that vibe no. and the, the, the thing I've been realizing recently about the Central Valley it's like it was uh, Scott Scott brought it up that uh it's just a collection of a whole bunch of small towns with a whole bunch of like like hole in the wall places. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. So like if you're not from Merced and you come in, you're probably not gonna gonna find Tony's Courtyard Cafe or like no. you know H and W. H and W. You wouldn't stop. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. You're like you're, I'm gonna stop here yeah. or like Bangkok or whatever. All the millions of great restaurants there are, but you know what I mean. But that's what I like about the valley. It's like you can meet somebody from. And I went to Los Banos the other day, hang out with my buddy, and he was like, "Oh, you never been to? I forget what the cafe was called, but some cafe." And he was like, "This cafe is known everywhere, man." And I was like, "Okay, whatever, whatever." Like, and he was like, "No, I'm serious." He's like, and we walk in, and there's like there's a whole bunch of articles from like San Francisco about this cafe oh, and cool. I was like oh that's interesting I'll have to go there and then, and then this guy like we, we're sitting there we're, we're, we just ordered and then this like guy like stumbles in like, as he, like he came from nowhere and then he like looks at us and he's like they got waffles here and he was just like and then my, my buddy was like, yeah, they got waffles here. And he was like, I just heard about this place from somebody in L.A. Oh, my and then, God. And then, and then he just turns and he's like, I told you, man. Oh, my <laughs> I was like, God. What the he hell, man? point. Yeah, exactly. But I was just hella laughing. I think maybe it was like, eight, I, mean, I don't think it's AJ's Cafe. I think that's something in Turlock, but. I'll have you know, to yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get there. you the name yeah, of it. For yeah, it's sure. pretty on your way up or down. You know what I mean? And then so. Uh, you're you're going to your competition, and so how did you kind of uh, link up with like all these different the, these different brands and people you work for, and and what is, what is like work as quote an influencer? You know what I mean? Like what different different avenues do you have to make money and to be successful? Okay, so let me start off by saying this. I feel like this is a really important yeah. thing to put in the podcast because I get this DM or when I do the questions box, it's like, how do you become an influencer? The scariest thing, and this could like relate to you yeah. too, there's no roadmap. I cannot oh, tell no, you, yeah, yeah. you know, like when someone gets a degree to be a teacher, it's like you do this, you take this test and you do this. There's yeah. like kind of a roadmap for it. For this, there's no roadmap. You yeah. kind of just go with the flow of it. And so I remember the first brand to ever reach out to me was TC1. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't making any money. This was the first brand and they offered me a contract and they send over like salary and commission and my mouth dropped because I was like, oh my God, they're going to pay me this much a month to just post. Mm -hmm. um, and then Alphalete reached out to me and then Primeval Labs. And so basically you get a contract. Every single contract is different. We mm -hmm. could, if you're an influencer, I'm an influencer and Alphalete reaches out to both of us, doesn't mean we're getting paid the same. Yeah. Every single person's contract is different. All the requirements are different. Um, so you kind of just negotiate too. And that's another hard thing is like knowing your worth and knowing what yeah. you deserve and what you can provide. It's hard to do that, especially when you're new into something, whether oh God, it's like, yes. with photography, videography, it's like, you kind of have to like take in, like when you're first starting out, it's like, well, like, Hey, I like, I need experience, but I can't be charging people the much as I, as I want to be charging them in the future or whatever. So it's yeah. kind of, and, and then after like getting better or like, you know, you getting learn. used to it, yeah. you learn and you have to be like, okay, like I have to not be afraid to be like, Hey, I know like our yeah. contract's up. Can we like up it or whatever? Absolutely. And, um, I think another thing that helped was reaching out again, I started in 2018 and I'm definitely like not one of the first 
fitness influencers. There was so many girls doing it before, but I feel like I started at a time where it wasn't, there wasn't so, so many as yeah, there are yeah, now. Yeah. You're still a little um, early, which is weird to think because you think like Instagram was like 2017, 18. It's not that long ago. Yeah, it, it's, it's actually, like, that was four now, years yeah, ago. Exactly, it's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, so um, I would actually talk to a few other girls who had followings and we would help each other. Like, wait, how much are you getting? Should we ask for more? You know, uh, so just like how you kinda, can talk to other photographers, yeah, videographers mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, take get advice. I did that with a lot of people and that's kind of how I started to realize like, oh wait, I can charge more? Like, what the heck? Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you just kind of learned. So for work, um, as far as like sponsorships, I don't get paid. Well, now I do directly through Instagram. They pay for yeah, uh, they reels. For they reels just started stuff. that. Um, but as an influencer, majority of your money is going to come from sponsorships and then contracts. So I'll give an example, like my Primeval Labs contract. I'm required to do X amount of posts within mm -hmm. the month, um, X amount of stories, stuff like that. And then I get a salary in a certain commission. Oh, okay. so as, and then I just hit those marks. Mm -hmm. Um, and then same thing, Alphaly, it's a little different. I don't have requirement posts, mm -hmm. but I mean, I do have to promote. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of how it goes. But I will say again to anyone who wants to get in this industry, please, please, please do not do it for the money mm -hmm. because I've seen seen girls who are just promoting a crazy amount of products and it just seems ingenuine yeah, yeah. you know anyone who's followed me kind of yeah i have other clothing brands who hit me up every month and they're big but for me my word means more than anything so i'm gonna stick to one brand because you guys like my followers aren't just number like sales numbers to me mm -hmm. they're people and if i'm gonna promote a product it's gonna be because i believe in it you know yeah. stuff like that so well that makes sense yeah and then so uh I'm trying to think. So what, and then, so you do this stuff with all these brands, right? Mm -hmm. And then like, like you were saying earlier, like you're very open, you're very open with your followers about everything, Absolutely. about things that a lot of people may not have been open about, you know what I mean? And so like, I mean, you have, you did like a whole, you documented your whole, like uh, bre uh, breast, breast augmentation, yeah, yeah, augmentation yeah. and everything like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So what has kind of, has pushed you to be so open with your your followers, your friends, your family. Honestly, this is so funny. Okay, so, and I hope I don't get hate for this because people always <laughs> like, but I love the Kardashians, you know? Okay, gotcha. Take away whatever, the, no one's perfect, but their business mindset is everything. And I remember watching a Kris Jenner interview and she said, if you're, if I told my daughters, if we're going to do a reality show, we're going to like record everything, you know, the good, the bad. And I really like that she said that because again, it's like people want to watch people who are real. Mm -hmm. I personally cannot watch shows where the girl's like, I'm perfect. I have perfect everything. Mm -hmm. Like that's unrealistic. Yeah. So it's like anything that I want to go to, I want to put it out there. Yeah, that makes sense. You know sense. what I mean? And I, I've wanted to vlog so much more, but it's honestly so time consuming yeah, and hard is, and is, to remember yeah. to pick up a camera. But I remember um, watching a few breast augmentation videos and they were so informative. And it's like, wow, this helped me. So I'm going to record mine so I can help someone else. Mm -hmm. And I actually get so many DMs to this day of like, hey, I just watched your video. Thank you so much. It helped. Mm -hmm. And then they ask me questions and I respond, you know, and again, that's yeah. how you build your relationship. But yeah. And like you were saying, I think people like, they like authenticity. They like yeah. that they can tell what someone, and that's why I think like through the podcast, uh, like people will, like know that I'm just being me having conversations with people you know what yeah. i mean like i'm just curious i just want to ask people questions yeah, i want I to see that. what drives different people you know what i mean and it's not scripted it's nothing that like some people think because like, because it looks professional they think that like oh there's a whole team of people and everything like that i mean i was like no it's just like me and my buddy but like it's not it's nothing like crazy you know what i mean and yeah. and th that's what i see with you is that like like you're so authentic with the different routes and different things that you do where like you're like saying like yeah I could have all these other other brands but I'd rather just do the brands that I actually support that I actually yeah, like you know absolutely. what I mean and it, it, it's hard to do that because like you're saying sometimes it's like you people want to do it for money you know what I mean but then it's like well then if you do that then 
it could be it could be you could be getting more money now but less Long money term, yeah, yeah less money later because you already sold yourself out to exactly you know what exactly. I mean exactly and I think the one thing that I've learned is to look at things more long-term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm glad I got into social media at the age that I did. I started, I think, when I was 24. Mm-hmm. If I would have done this at 18, I wouldn't have, I don't think, I think I would have took every brand deal. And, you know, I wouldn't yeah, be yeah, as yeah, wise yeah, yeah. about it. So I'm glad that I'm at the age where I'm, I think a little more long-term mm-hmm. and like, okay, what's right, what's wrong, what's moral, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Dang, yeah, I, I like that a lot. I like that. And then so uh, I do have some uh, people's questions here. Okay. Uh, uh, so we'll excited. Uh, uh, we'll just we'll just go through them. Granted, these are them. So okay, <laughs> let's, let's at, get at the, to it. The first one's just just the first one. It says uh, you still have an OnlyFans. Yes, I do. Okay, and, and so uh, with that, you're open with that. You absolutely, know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And so uh, <laughs> that just interesting. So you you still have one, still open to them. It's not in your bio, or you don't have a link no. tree or anything. I, huh? So I actually just took it out um, because again, algorithm thing. They said if you are promoting any other like um, sites in your Instagram, mm-hmm. that they kind of not shadow ban. Yeah, yeah. So I took it out and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. So I'm putting that back. I <laughs> yeah, actually yeah, just. Yeah. Um, I just was. I was like, normally she has like a link tree. Or yeah. Something. So in um. You, I, you have to like put your link tree on your laptop and I didn't bring my laptop oh, with me. So as gotcha, soon as I gotcha. get home, no that's worries, gonna, no yeah, there's a bunch of things on my link tree, like mm-hmm. all my codes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and a lot of people actually ask me like, why did you start only? Yeah, fans? yeah, I was gonna, yeah. So it, even for me that. as a guy, you know what I mean? It's like, I feel kind of weird asking these no, questions, oh you know God, what I no. mean? And I'm I'm, like, but like, yeah, so, so what, what kind of drove you to want to start OnlyFans? Yeah, so that's one thing. Anything I do, I do it with pride. Yes. So let's talk about it. Let's so do it. <laughs> I actually met some girlfriends in LA who also had followings and they were like, girl, how do you not do OnlyFans? Do you know how much money you can make? Because mm-hmm. they had about 50 to 70,000 followers. And obviously I have like 150. So yeah. they're like, you're insane. They showed me how much they're making. And I'm like, Isn't oh my God, it's, it's insane. Well, you get like a hundred guys to do it for 30 bucks yeah. a month, right? It's like $3,000. Yeah. Just off the subscription. Yeah. So. And then do people like a... Uh, like, can they tip and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's <laughs> Private messages is where the money is. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, and then, okay, I'm from Merced. Out here, we're raised a little more conservative. You know, it's just And, and you know, if, like, you have OnlyFans out, or you it's get everybody. Judged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The good things and bad things are being yeah, small. Yeah, so thing. the one thing with doing social media, again, when I first started, I told myself, you have to be so strong within yourself, and you have to know people are going to judge you, even just for fitness content. Mm-hmm. So I feel like me building up my self-confidence um, that helped a lot with doing OnlyFans as far as not caring what people think. Yeah, but yeah. I remember, so it was 2020. Mm-hmm. I went to celebrate Father's Day <laughs> at my parents' house and I was joking with them at the table and I was like, I said something about OnlyFans and my mom was like, girl, do whatever you want to do if that's what makes you happy. And I was like, wait, are you serious? And I looked at my stepdad and he's like, do what makes you happy. Like, we love you and we know that you have a good head on your shoulders. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I went home and I thought about it and I was like, should I do this? Like, uh-huh. And I reached out to my brands and I was like, is like, it okay? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, go for it. You know what I mean? So I thought about it and I was like, you know what? It's just another form of social media. I get to control the content. Yeah. You, and, it, but yeah. there are downfalls. And I, again, I had this mental talk with myself and I was like, whatever you post, you have to understand that it can be out there for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 And I kind of weighed out the pros and the cons. I did it. Uh-huh. I got a crazy amount of support from my women followers, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. I was amazed at that. I'm sure some of your I got, guy followers were supporting oh, you. Oh, they were so another, happy. Another yeah. I got a few girls who were like, I'm unfollowing you. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. This is my life. Um, I did OnlyFans. And I will say I made a life-changing amount of money. 
And that, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to lie, yeah. is what helped me be able to move, move to Orange County yeah. on a whim. On a whim. And not in like, I'm so humble with everything I say, but if I didn't do OnlyFans, I would be struggling in Orange County. Yeah. Like, I would probably not even have like furniture. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was such a stress relief to be able to be like, hey, I'm moving into this place. I can furnish it. I can, mm-hmm. I don't have to stress. So, uh-huh. but OnlyFans, I, again, I do everything with pride and I hold my head high. I know some people don't agree uh-huh. with it. I get messages all the time like, you're not going to find a husband. I have people proposing to me yeah. on OnlyFans. Like, if I, some guy invited me to his Marine Corps ball. He's like, please, I'll fly you out. Like, and I'm like, no, thank you, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's, you know, I'm just very confident and I'm very comfortable in so my. So, what is the user? I've never even used OnlyFans. Okay. So, the user face of OnlyFans, each girl is in charge of whatever they're yeah. posting. So, you know it's I mean? like, think about, okay, think about Instagram, how you have your page and you okay. post pictures. So, you yeah. have your OnlyFans page and you post pictures that anyone who's subscribed to you, can see. Mm-hmm. And then you have your paid subscription as well or no? That's what that no, is. No, that's the paid subscription. Okay, gotcha. And then you have your DMs or what's well, called just direct message I yeah. think on there. And that's where you can send more. Or if people message you asking. Yes, and different that. types of content. Yeah. Whatever you're comfortable posting, sending. Uh-huh. And then you can charge for that picture. So what you do is you upload the picture mm-hmm. in the messages tab. You select a price that you want to sell it for and then you send it. And whoever opens it, as soon as they open it it's charged so you get that money like right away wow really? so that's where a lot of the money is made that's interesting yeah it's what's, a crazy... if you don't mind me asking what's the most you've ever sold a photo for you know what two hundred dollars that's the max okay that's the max you yeah, can do because bella thorne ruined it for everyone wish she was driving a stupid amount yeah because i think it was like unlimited and then she scammed everyone for like a million dollars saying she was going to send a topless picture and she never did so they oh. like i don't know they set up all these new rules mm-hmm. gotcha so, that's interesting yeah that's no oh. Little, little FYI about some uh, OnlyFans yeah. you got. I knew you were gonna get OnlyFans. Well, yeah, I was like, exactly, no, no, no. Yeah. And I was gonna tell you at the beginning, like, let's talk about it. Yeah. I do it. I had a whole YouTube it, video on it, but YouTube deleted my OnlyFans videos. And, said, what, what, and you were just kind of explaining, yeah. It. But because I think it was like OnlyFans was like sexual content, so like flagged my uh-huh. page, and you can only get I think like two or three, or your page is deleted. Yeah. So I just deleted the You're videos. Like, whatever, yeah. yeah it's so. not worth it. Well, speaking, I'm this is gonna go separate, but like, so your YouTube page, uh, like, you are consistent on it. Like, you're you're not as consistent as probably as you'd like to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's like everybody and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but I, you still post because even though if you miss a couple months, then it'll be like, okay, you make up with the next few months, yeah, and stuff like that. And so on there, like, uh, what kind of started? Like, do you have a camera and everything too? I have three cameras. Really? You should have. Yeah, I know. You should. I know how to click it on. And dude, this last one, I hired someone. Um. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't know, it's like an assistant yeah. to help me with content now. And I am so dumb. And I think she even looked at me crazy, but she's new. So I think she was like a little timid to say anything. Yeah. I was like, hold the camera long ways. Not, I was thinking reels in TikTok format. Yeah. So I recorded the whole YouTube video wrong. Oh. So I don't know how to use cameras. I need to get better at that. I was like, I'm going to spend an entire day. I have a Canon M50. A okay, Sony. I, just, I just bought my wife that one. Yeah, and it's yeah. a really good camera. Yeah, like and then one. I have the Sony A6600. Uh-huh. And then I have another Sony. Oh, like okay. The, I forget which one. So I have three You cameras. need that? And honestly, what, what, what blows my mind more is that, like, I feel like for, like, at least for you, like, Lighting is what's more, or sometimes more important than the the, the camera itself. So I mean, you get like a good light like this. You put it like at a little angle, get some shadows on your face. Then on your videos, it's gonna just seem like they're gonna be like, "Wow, she got a new camera." It's like, no, you actually just got good lighting. But like, it's funny. Everyone thinks that like 
I'm telling you this so you don't have to buy another camera. You know what I, I mean? Know. Oh my God. Just invest in I'll some good <laughs> just invest in some good, good lights. Lighting. One, you'll like lights anyways for your photos, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's gonna help you out there. Two, helps out your videos, you know what I mean? Thank you for the tip. I'm gonna I, use I got that you. for sure. I I'm gonna you. shout you out when my videos look good. <laughs> there like, we go, there we this go. This is for Micah. Exactly. And then so uh, the next question is what was the first step in getting healthy for you? Um, honestly, committing to a workout routine. And I tell everyone, don't even focus on the food because I think that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Establish a gym routine. So when I first, first started my first month, it was three times a week and I only did a mile. And to me, for someone who was so out of shape, hated the gym. Mm -hmm. I was so self-conscious. That's why I love In Shape yeah. on uh, G Street because it has like those treadmills that are kind of tucked away. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Would I would walk in. I was so embarrassed to be there. I'd run straight to the treadmills. I'd do my mile and I'd leave. I did mm -hmm. that three times a week just for one month. And then I get a little more confident. Yeah, I to get go. confident. And I was like, wait, like I can do this. And then I started doing two miles and then two miles turned into five miles. And that's just kind of how it started. Okay, so I always snowballed. say, yeah, start with just establishing a gym routine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're saying like I went for a month, three times a week, just doing a mile yeah. each time. If and I just, felt so if, accomplished. And, yeah, and if you're just going there and then, and then it's like, well, now I can do a mile and then add something. Yeah. And then. By the end of it, you're a, a fitness influencer, it's right? It's crazy, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You have no idea where that first little step can take you if you're consistent. Yeah, no, you know? exactly, exactly. And that's the same thing with like, photography and videography and whatever your craft may be. It's just the consistency of it all. Yeah. You just need to stay consistent. And you'll do the same thing Amen. with podcasting because it's like, when I look at myself uh, in the first podcast, it's like I look back and like, I'm glad they look shitty. And then I'm glad that yes, like I yes. went with it and wasn't like, oh, I need to be perfect because it's like there's always room to grow. And if Amen. It, you're not going to grow if you don't ever give your chance to start. Yes. You know and that's I mean? why I noticed a lot of um, a lot of people, too, will delete their old videos of when they first started. I mm -hmm. leave everything. I have all my videos from like 2018 mm -hmm. that were awful. Yeah. yeah. I, and. I look back and I'm like, why would I post this? Why yeah. would I post this? This is so bad. But I leave it because I want people to see the growth. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's, I like that, it. Yeah, that's the same thing here. I, I I love the growth of it. I love going back and being like, oh, like this is what the promos used to be. This is what they are now. Yeah. And, and when people can watch the show develop and grow or watch you develop and grow, and it's cool to, cool to see that and be a part of it and not be like ashamed of it. You know no, what I absolutely. mean? Absolutely. And I, again, I think it's, it's cool for other girls to watch or other people, whoever it is, to be like, whoa, I'm starting at the same place where she used to be. Mm -hmm. If she can get to where she is, so can I. Yeah, exactly. And that's like the basis of any social media I do. I just want to show people whatever you want, it's possible. Work for it. Yeah. Work hard because it's hard. Mm -hmm. It is so hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is hard. Like, it's funny because there's like the, the quote that's like, uh, I quit my nine to five job uh, so I could live the life I want to. It's like, now I work 24 seven. I work 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, you, you you're really just, you're just do. working all the time and like, I, I had so many people's projects before I went to Costa Rica that I had to do. But I came back and I, I, I knocked three of them out and I was like, thank God. No, right now? They, yeah. yeah. I was like, thank God. But. I have like three posts that I need to do. I have no idea how I'm going to do them. I'm like, mm -hmm. my, I, yeah, I'm like stressed. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I'm like, mom, get the camera out. You're taking a picture for me right now mm -hmm. because I have brands that are like, girl, you got contracts. Come on. <laughs> so yeah, even when I go on vacation, it's work never stops. Yeah. And, and when you sign a contract, people don't care if you're sick. They don't care. Like if you have those requirements, yeah, you, you have to get them. them. And same with you. Yeah. If you do someone's wedding and you get sick, they still want their pictures. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so. Exactly. Exactly. That's why weddings, at least it's like weddings are kind of okay because you can be like two to three months and they're like, oh, I get it. Like, no, I mean, they want their sneak peek or whatever. But after that, it's like whatever. But like, yeah. And then wedding, but the thing about weddings that's like interesting for me, it's like, okay, like I don't get paid till the day of the wedding. I take like a, a deposit, but I don't get yeah. like paid, paid, you know what I mean? Till the day of the wedding. But then it's like, okay, like 
I don't because a wedding can last a wedding film at least like it can last three months of me editing it. You know what I mean? And so, so much. and by the time like that three months is up, it's like I feel like there's no more money left. But it's like I already got all the money. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just that I still have these projects that you're working on. So it, it, it's all about when you start doing things for yourself. It's about you realizing like oh now it's like me having a business. Like yeah. I am a business myself, but like. You don't have to do all the things that you never thought you would have to do. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. That's funny. All right, next next question. Uh, filters or natural look? What do you mean? I don't know. That's all the questions. Um, <laughs> so I... Depends. Honestly, on my stories, I don't... I try to use as least amount of filters. For the most part, everything mm-hmm. I post is kind of just real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use a filter here and there if I'm feeling really, really, really like just not feeling how yeah, I look yeah. that day, but um, all my pictures, I do use like presets on them and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't like freaking, what are those like, uh, I see it on TikTok, like when girls like really edit themselves oh, and yeah, they look yeah, insane, yeah, like yeah, a whole nother person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't do any of that. I'll use like story filters sometimes, but yeah, yeah. no, for the most part, I try to just Real be natural. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Uh, and then uh, are you single? Yes, I am single. All right, you guys heard I here. made a promise to myself <laughs> to focus on myself. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And then uh, is there anything you're insecure about now? Um, and I feel like even if you were, you'd be open about no, it. No, and I'm trying mean? to think of like my biggest because everyone's insecure about mm-hmm. a few things. Um, I feel like I've really embraced a lot. I mean, I feel like I do have like I carry a lot of my weight in my legs. So I have like a lot of cellulite on the back of my legs. Yeah. But I don't let it, like, consume me. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like, I wish it wasn't there, but I'm not going to let it, like, stop me from living life. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, a lot of little things I'm insecure about. I'm actually going to Columbia soon to get veneers. Uh, there's your teeth, right? Yeah, teeth. New teeth. The whole so, thing? So, n- the whole thing. I've been trying to look for doctors out here, but out here it's, like, $40,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, oh, You can literally to- fly to somewhere. Yeah, at- so, Columbia, it's about 11000 Mm-hmm. Top and bottom, so Damn. I'm excited for that. So what do they 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 like? Everyone thinks they file them down to shark teeth, which some like I think in Turkey they do maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in Colombia they do a slight, slight, slight file, and then they put the veneers or porcelain veneers like over. Yeah, and they just kind of make your straighten up your teeth, and they're just like perfect new teeth. Really? Yeah, and my teeth aren't really too much of an insecurity, uh-huh. but I've always loved big, beautiful teeth, so I'm like, let's <laughs> do it. You know, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. whatever you can't work on uh-huh. just get it done you know what yeah, i mean that's yeah. just my mindset gotcha. and i love it well then so. you also did your lips right yeah so bit? i have oh my god i'm so open about that yeah, i think yeah, i have no, a I think the, vlog that's on that. the one where a lot of people try to hide i'm like hey you, no. guys, you can't really hide that one you guys you know that's no. your face <laughs> so I, i've gotten my lips done i've gotten filler in my cheeks because when i lost weight i lost a lot of volume in my cheeks so mm-hmm. i get filler right here i got chin filler is that it yeah lips chin and cheeks and then i get botox in my forehead Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I and I remember getting a comment. Some girls like, "You're so beautiful." I'm like, "Girl, it's the filler." Yeah, it's the filler <laughs> and the Botox. That's why. Is there but, is there a balance to to it? You know what I mean? Because some people obviously go um, a little overboard. Yes. Yeah, so I go to a doctor in Glendale, and she's amazing. And I call her mom because she's older, and she'll be like, "No," because I want everything. I'm like, "Do my whole face," and she's like, "No, we're not doing that. Like, don't be dramatic." Yeah. So I try to do everything very naturally. So I do. I did like one. Um, I forgot what it's called, but like one, oh, one syringe in each cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when girls start getting like four or five, that's when it's a little dramatic. Yeah, but like- everyone likes certain looks. Some girls really like that, like mm-hmm. fake face look. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Especially yeah. in Orange County. And that's the one thing. In Orange yeah, County, it's, it's so normal. It's yeah. like, oh, who's your doctor? Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. It's who's your doctor? So, it's like, who do you, oh, you go to her too? Like out here, it's like, wait, you got filler, you know? So yeah. it's just different. But no, I love filler so much. Yes, I got my lips done. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 
and and with the lips, is it kind of scary in the sense? Because does oh my isn't god, it, doesn't it get more swollen like the day after? Can I show or you a picture? I think I saw you post it, and I was like, I don't know what this girl's doing. I'm scared. Let me, I think <laughs> Let me I actually it. sent. I just saved it recently. I, yeah, they destroyed my lips. Look at. That was bad. So that was the first time I didn't have any reaction. The second time, this is what happened. And were you like, what the fuck? She hit a vein or a tissue or something. Uh -huh. um, <sighs> that's crazy. And it was, it was like that for three weeks. It was so three painful. Three weeks? Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm kind of scared to go get them redone. I would go to a different person. Yeah. Um, but that's the one thing with filler. You never know how it's going to come out. And does, does filler and all these things, do they slowly like wear yeah. off? They, uh, your body metabolizes them. And what what is it? That they're it's hyaluronic acid. So your body already naturally has that. They just basically put it Re in certain sections. Yes. Areas. And then eventually your as like uh -huh. time goes on, your body just kind of eats away at it, I uh -huh. guess. So there are articles that say it migrates, but I haven't had that issue. So oh, that's interesting. That's wild. Yeah. Well, then my, my uh, wife showed me today, you know who Danica Patrick is? She's like a race car driver. Because mm -mm. uh, she's a race car driver, but she had uh, like uh, fake boobs for like a long time or not a long time, like recently. And then like she had got a whole bunch of, had a, started getting like all these problems and the doctors are prescribing all this stuff and she mm -hmm. couldn't figure it out. And then she had the implants taken out and like yeah. they show up before and after just her face and like it was automatically clear or whatever. And I know everybody's body's obviously super different, you know yeah. what I mean? But have you felt anything from yours at all? Um, no, I do think that a lot of women, when they start having issues it's like years later mm -hmm. so i pray that never happens but i know it and, it is and it's like technology is probably like progressing in the sense of i don't know what they probably were putting in people 20 years exactly. ago versus what they're putting in people yeah now. and then the one thing that i did do i did pay a little bit extra to get uh gummy bear implants so mm -hmm. they're a little bit safer and they last longer too what are they called gummy bear gummy bear implants yeah so there's like silicone saline and then i think it's like i forgot but i know it's just gummy bear something yeah, like yeah. that so that's interesting. And what is yeah. it? Was just like safer? Is that? Yeah, and it feels more natural. Feel more, so, feels feels yeah. more natural. That was important to me. Yeah. And then so like, <laughs> it's like, you, you wait, what's the recovery process like when you Misery. get up? Oh my God. I had to sit on the couch for like two weeks and do And just nothing. like let your body. Cause, yeah. Well, because what are they, where do they cut you at? Um, so I got it under, they get un under, like the under, under the yeah, boob. Yeah. So you can't like lift your arms. It's so painful for like two weeks. Uh -huh. So you just literally lay there and rest. And then there's your stitches? Yeah. And then, and then you can't um, put any like pressure. Yeah. Mine, I think. What do you wear? You wear like a. This hideous bra. It's like a hideous <laughs> recovery bra. It looks like a grandma bra. It's so ugly. Um, so like before you get beautiful, you got to look like yes, this, you guys. Yes, that's why I rec You know what? I recommend everyone getting it done in the winter because, you know, in the summer, you want to wear summer tops. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That way, winter, winter time, you're already wearing sweaters and exactly, whatever. Else. Exactly. That's funny. That's really funny. Yes. And then I got it done during uh, quarantine. So it was perfect. I just uh, kind of yeah, chilled just, at home, yeah. big sweaters. No one Whatever. saw me yeah dang and what are you doing for your brands during that time do you have a um, i actually stocked up on content yeah i remember I, I you was, still do that i'm sure you have days where you're like all right yeah let's get so that's the one thing that i um when i hired this assistant i have her for like a few hours and uh -huh. i'll do like different outfits or i'll have her come shoot or whatever the case may be so then i have like okay Tuesday and Thursdays post, I already have those done. You know what uh, I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's helped so much. Yeah, just because organize your life. Yeah, my yeah. my wife's been helping me organize my life. Because before, it was just like, oh, I could do everything myself, whatever. You know what I mean? It's hard. And then it was like, uh, got to the point where like I was like having multiple clients and I was also working on projects and then I was trying to do the podcast and it was like all three separate video photography podcasts are separate but together and I was like and then she was just like hey can I just like make a calendar for you I, I was like, love That'd her be for awesome. that and I was just I just text her anytime I'm like yeah this is my calendar I'm yeah like, so thank you <laughs> that's amazing that you have that because my goal with my assistant that I just hired 
um, she's never done anything like this, you know? Um, so right. I kind of like want to mold her to where she's a full-time assistant for me yeah, because I cool. do plan on growing a lot. Yeah. So I want her to kind of grow with me and yeah. then take on more and more and more. So mm -hmm. right now it's just helping me out with the content, kind of seeing what I like. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it'll be more because having someone to help you takes yeah. so much stress off. It does. So. Yeah. Same thing. I think whatever the craft is, it's always, it's always easier to have a helping hand versus yeah. like me trying to go over here. Like for my, if I'm saying something, I'm go over here. Then I'm like, okay, and I'm not in focus. Now I move it again. I'm like, I'm still not in focus. You know yeah. what I mean? Versus yes. having somebody, Hey, can you just press on my face? So it focuses. you know what I mean? Exactly. The smallest or telling little, you like, Hey, fix your hair. Oh, yeah. your shirt's some tucked people, in or some, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Some people like, like I tell people like it takes like 30, 48, 40 hours for us to like edit one podcast. And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, you got to think like it's an hour or two hours of the podcast time. Then it's like, okay I have to edit the podcast fully together once and then Duffy has to edit all the audio then it's like the promos are its own like I filmed the promos completely separate than the podcast as well so it's like people think that it's just like oh I'm like cutting snippets paces yeah. and things like that I'm like no like there's so much there's a lot oh, there's a lot more that people don't realize you know what I mean yeah. it's like I'm not trying to we're not trying to make it seem like oh I'm the hardest worker no, or whatever but it's just reality it's just, it's just reality is like yeah. everything's time consuming so like that's why it's like I, I've been getting or recently I get more and more DMs and it's like I do try to respond to them but sometimes I'm just like I, yeah and that's the one thing I try to tell everyone it's like if I could sit on my phone every day mm -hmm. and have genuine conversations with everyone I would but that's not reality mm -hmm. you know what I mean it, it's hard you know you're you're running around 24 seven and then you take little breaks to respond yeah. and to keep up with conversations it's hard and then you feel it's, like you're on your phone all the time and you want to yes. be on your phone all the time and it's like yes uh, and by the end of the day it's like you're dead you just want to like out. lay there yeah. and like not use your brain so yeah exactly lay there like you just got your breast implants you exactly know I mean? <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's funny that's funny all right next next people's question uh let's see what it says uh how much did you weigh when you first started so my highest weight, I think, was like 196. But I don't count that because I actually got my tonsils removed and I like lost 10 pounds from that. Oh, so really? I didn't do work. So I'm like, I can't credit those you 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah. So I started. It was actually 78 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I started my weight loss journey at 187. So that's when I started working yeah, out. Yeah. So 187. That, yeah. But and then how long did it take you to lose those first 50 pounds? 11 months. Or no, no. So 68 pounds in 11 months. 68 pounds in 11 months. Yeah. Dang. And so that then you got to one one what? what My lowest weight was one fifteen. And then and then from there it was kind of building up. Yes, again. and then building up. And then I usually maintain like one twenty five ish. Mm -hmm. But I knew I was gonna start prep, so I got to like one thirty five. Like, I was like living. It. I didn't yeah. do any cardio. I wasn't doing anything. I was like, I'm eating. I'm not doing any cardio. Because you already knew that you're yeah. And be it's better to actually for... start with no cardio. Because then again, once you start prep, it's like a shock to your body, so you actually drop faster. Yeah. So. And then by the time your your competition comes, how much will you weigh then? Um, so the coach that I have now, he said it, there's like a certain number, but it's more on how you look. Everyone holds fat differently. Mm -hmm. So he said anywhere from like 105 to 110. Wow. Yes. Really, and you're really, 129 you're, or 130 right 129, now? 129, yeah. So it's crazy. Again, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. You're going to drop, but is it kind of like, you know, when people cut for UFC and stuff, is it kind of yeah. like where that last week you're really draining yes, your body? That, and that's why they say the last week, it's really Miserable. hard. Yeah, yeah. And like, don't take clients. You, there's like, I, I don't know how it is. But like, do you feel bad when you're up there then? You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I like, have no idea. Like, it seems like I'm like, you know, I'm sure like there's days when people work, when you work out and you're like, oh, I look good today. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like opposite of, I mean, you do look good, but it's in a different way. Yeah. I have no idea. We'll see. I yeah. mean, I'll come back on the podcast after yeah, my yeah, show exactly. and tell you how I felt. Because I think there, I forgot what day you like don't drink water. You don't yeah, drink yeah, one yeah. sip of water. And, they, and, and you you're like, like sweat dehydrated. Out. I'm like, what do you? What do you drink? Do you drink anything? Nothing. Nothing? You dehydrate your body so your muscles... 
I don't know. You get a lot of cramps that day? You know, I I have no idea. You get like a whole bunch of cramps that day from like. Yeah. The worst is like a calf cramp. Like, oh my god, I hate those. I used to get them every now and then when I would sleep. Me too. I, just, I wake up. You just like, and you're like, you're like, yes. you don't know what to do. You're, yes. you're I'm just like, ah, ah, yeah. And then you just like lay there. And you're like, okay. You just let it pass. I think. Like, yeah, yeah. I like breathe. I'm like, like I'm giving pass? birth. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you're like, breathe through it. Yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. and then like you're like quiet because you're like don't want to be loud at night. Yeah, yeah. Those are the worst. That's funny. That's funny. And then, uh, how do you stay motivated? What motivates you today? Honestly, I just, there's some days when I'm just so unmotivated, but I just tell myself, like, you have to work towards what you want. And I'm really big on, like, living your one life to its fullest potential. Uh-huh. I, I told you this earlier. I always think about future me. Like, would I, is future me going to be proud of how I live today? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, I have so many goals for myself. And when I'm not chasing something, I'm really depressed. Like, I don't, I'm like, You what need am I to doing? have something that you're working towards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that that's the good thing about setting goals and setting things. And, like, with photography, videography, and the podcast, it kind of allowed me to be like, well, there's always something that I got to be working on, yeah. whether it's something for a client or something for myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like the podcast ended up being an outlet where I could do video, videography, photography, but I thought it was going to be separate. Like, I thought it was like videography, photography, podcast. But now it's like they all coincide because like I'm getting people hitting me up to do work for them because they listen to my podcast, yeah. you know what I mean? Or And it's just like benefits like in all these different ways that I'm like, oh, that's that that's cool. And it's like the things that you don't realize that kind of come to fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really, there's, I forgot what the quote is, but basically it's like, once you put what you want out there to the universe, like the universe kind of sends. Yeah. You like manifest, it's a manifest destiny kind of type of deal. It's kind of, you say things and you kind of speak it into existence. And I used to like, kind of be like, Oh, like, no, I believe that. (laughs) I I believe that more and more. No. Yeah. I believe that more and more and more. And for a while there, I didn't. And it's also like, (laughs) It's like horoscopes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Personally, as a guy, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I could relate to all of them. Like, yeah, they do kind of have some truths or whatever. Yeah. But it's also like now as I get older, I feel like I feel like there's there's energy in the world. And there's definitely Absolutely. like good energy and bad energy. And you definitely feel when you are not vibing with somebody, you know what I mean? And you're like, I got to get out of the situation. And you definitely yeah. feel like the podcast has showed me that like when I sit down and I have a conversation with somebody, it's like, so interesting and I feel like I'm I feel like I'm just benefiting from this because I'm just talking to somebody figuring out what drives them and I feel like recharged after having a really good conversation with somebody and that's what I hope that people who listen to it are like also feeling those things as well absolutely yeah no I I'm really big on manifesting an energy more than anything because I'm not kidding everything that I have to this day like everything that I've accomplished I've envisioned it Mm mm-hmm to the fullest. So that's why I, I'm really big on like set a goal, envision yourself accomplishing it and work towards that goal. Yeah. Manifestation is everything. I agree. I agree. And then uh, the last question here is, uh, what do you like to work out the most? Legs and glutes. Legs and Always. glutes. Always. I was yes. <laughs> coming up with these questions and uh, not these ones, but uh, some of them. And uh, like one of them, I was like, I asked, I, I did something. I, was, I said, like, I have like a butt workout and my wife's like, put glutes. Like, and I was just yeah. like, I'm a guy, man. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, legs and glutes. What's a killer workout for for the ladies out there oh or guys. Oh my goodness, hip thrust. I feel like a lot of guys don't want to do hip thrust. Oh, yeah. Hip <laughs> thrust, your glutes will be on fire. It's like an opposite motion than you normally do with 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 your glutes, huh? Well, like normally when you're working on glutes, you're like bending down a lot, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're yeah. not like thrusting other than like deadlifts yeah. that a lot of guys do. Yeah. 
but and, and so and, and yeah, because so you do that, and then what do you do? I like, just crawl under the bar and then drag it up. Well, or? I'm I feel like I'm shorter, so yeah, yeah. I but the forty fives are perfect. I kind of just you, roll it you, over my. But legs. you lean on something, right? Yeah, so so you, how do you position your back or like? You know I, I you put it um like right below your well you don't have bra straps yeah, yeah. like right below your shoulder blades. Uh-huh. That's where your uh and then, you and be, you like and then you use a rest. bench, right? Yeah, you use a bench, or you can use um. What are those things where you like pile them up? I literally oh, don't know. The I know Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I usually use those and then you just push through your heels and you feel it all in your glutes and your hamstrings. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's my favorite. Hip thrusters. Hip thrusters are the way. Yeah, and RDLs too. Those are my I like RDLs. RDLs, RDLs will fuck you up. And you can oh, do my like God. you can just like do a lightweight and you're like, I'm just gonna do some RDLs. And like for some reason I get sore every yes. single time. And you know I what? Do. I've realized with RDLs, it's helped a lot with my grip strength too. Oh so yeah, I like RDLs a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. My my hamstrings are always so tight already, though, that I feel like RDLs. Are I recently <laughs> started getting body work done uh-huh. um, out in Orange County where oh, I is, work. Oh, is that like with the different, like the cupping, cupping and yes, stuff like I that? Do. It's and so what, what benefits do you feel like that has Um, you? So basically, the guy out there who does it, he said that there's like a lot of buildup of like a well, lactic yeah, acid. Yeah, and, that's and like he said that that helps. And stuff like yes. That. So he said. Oh, so it kind of sucks it up yes. and slowly moves the lactic acid. Yeah. Huh? And so he said when you do that, you allow more oxygen to flow. Mm. And then so you have better workouts. That makes stuff. sense. Yeah. I always see people do that. And then what other body work? Do you have any other body work that you do with them? Like just massaging um, and stuff like, like that? Just like the massaging and the cupping right now. Mm. I am terrified of chiropractors. Yeah. I have like a there's irrational a, fear there's of a, them. There's a good slash bad rep on, on them. So as I feel like, and like, it's like, because it's one of those things where it's like, it, it you guys are like doctors, but like, you also can't fuck up somebody's back. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, so like, it's like I a don't fine even... line of uh, of doing it. But yeah. granted, though, you'll be like, I'll go to my friend and be like, hey, can you pop my back? Yeah. You know I mean? No, You're, I don't pop anything. I, I'm I terrified. My, I have my friends like, yeah, just pop my back for I me can't. if you can. No, I don't even pop my own knuckles. It, really? I, like, you make me want to pop my knuckles. Don't do man. it. Oh, my God. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I don't really? pop anything on my body. No. But I mean, it accidentally pops. What oh, yeah, stretch? yeah. Like, when, when you're stretching and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll, like, feel my back pop. But, like, I don't like that And do you, are you a big stretcher? Do you stretch yes, a lot? Yes, absolutely. Do you do any yoga or anything Um, like I have or? tried yoga, but I'm not, like, in love with it. Like, yeah. I'll go once in a while with friends. Or but like I'd rather just stretch or something. Yeah, I'd rather just stretch by myself mm-hmm. at home. More therapeutic. Yeah, and I think that it's good to stretch. Even if you don't work out, it's just you keep your body youthful and moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's a form of, like, meditation because it's, yeah. like, generally you can't— or can't really be multitasking that much while you're stretching exactly dang that's cool that's cool well hey ashley i want to say thank you for coming on i really really appreciate it why don't you let people know how they can support you the different th- services and things you offer everything okay, else okay well i am with alphalete which is a clothing brand they are amazing amazing quality so my support code for that is ash madison there we go supplement companies primeval labs uh if you use my code ash madison 25 percent off mm-hmm. and those are my two main sponsors mm-hmm. so besides that um just follow me like my content engage and is it with just me. ashley madison on instagram yes under oh underscore ash madison ash madison someone took ashley madison yeah i know dude i uh, i have micah daily but mm-hmm. it's like my old Instagram account that I got locked out of. And oh so, my god! And you can't. So get I had. That a, yet. So then, I, then for a while, I was Micah.Daily, and then I just changed it to Central Valley Podcast. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Let's just do this. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> names don't matter as long as people can find <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly. What it is. So but, there's that, and then on your on YouTube as well. YouTube Ashley Madison and TikTok. I think it's just Ash Madison XO. All right. Type so, in Ashley Madison on Google, you guys. No, no, no. Don't no? type in Ashley there's Madison. The, That's the website where you cheat on your spouse. What? <laughs> you ever heard? Oh my goodness. Yes. I actually okay, was on. literally like, how could they do this to me? They they were founded in 2000. <laughs> Ashley Madison is a website where you can go cheat on your spouse with other people who are married. 
I was born in 94. I was really? named first. Yeah, so if you type in Ashley Madison, that's no, what's going to come but up. I, I mean, on YouTube, when I type in Ashley Madison, you did come up like as a second okay, thing. Okay, cool. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Because I know hey, when you're I, making your mark, okay? Good, good. Yeah. Pretty soon, it'll be like Ashley Madison, the fitness influencer, yes. not Ashley Madison that cheat on your spouse, <laughs> spouse website. website. <laughs> yeah, okay. But that's how you guys can support me. Cool, it means a awesome. lot. It really does. Sweet, so. sweet. Well, hey, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. We're going to get. Dude, we're going to do some fun promos right now. Okay, perfect. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so uh, of much. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. We'll have to do it again. This is it. Real talk. What not?